Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the Football Rico podcast show. I am your host, Johnny Rico, welcoming you to episode two of Football Rico podcast. And we have a lot to go over today. Lots of action happening around Mexican soccer. Lots of different topics to discuss here on Football Rico. So much so that this week I've had to cut down the material and separate it. And I'm going to bring to you here on the regular Football Rico episode 2 podcast show. Um, I'm going to bring to you everything that happened in Liga MX this past weekend because we got the ball rolling in Liga MX. The 2017 Apertura season is underway. Week 1 was this weekend and we're going to go over all the 9 games, which teams stood out, which teams disappointed in this week 1. And also we have to talk to about the Mexican national team this week. But I decided to kind of cut that out and make for you a whole different special bonus special edition episode where I just talk to you about what happened with El Tri at the 2017 CONCACAF Gold Cup. So that's what we have for you in store here on Football Rico this week. I apologize on the timing of uh, publication for these episodes. I'm recording on a Monday and I would normally like to have these already published on a Monday. So you can, um, so everything that happened on the weekend is fresh and it's ready for you to go. But unfortunately, because the Liga Mekis week one and the Mexican national team kind of schedules collided with the, with the Gold Cup, we had a lot of action going on. Yours truly was last night in Pasadena, California, the Los Angeles area. I was at the Rose Bowl Stadium where Mexico played in the semifinals of the Gold Cup. And I'll have all of that information on the special edition episode. But that is the reason why there's a delay in publication of this week's episode or episodes. Uh, I hope you guys understand. Let's just dive right in. We'll go into Liga MX talk. The 2017 Apertura season kicked off on Friday. And we had two games on Friday. We had several more on Saturday. And then two more on Sunday. Uh, we'll, we'll go over the scores right now. The league started with Monarcas Morelia hosting Monterrey on Friday. That game ended in a 0-0 draw. What a way to start off the new season. And that game was immediately followed by Tijuana Cholos hosting Cruz Azul. The visiting Cruz Azul got a 2-0 win out of that game. It, yours truly was there. It was an odd game to, to witness. Cruz Azul had a penalty blocked. But in the very next play, in the corner kick that ensued, Cholos goalkeeper... Kibran Lahur, who had just blocked a penalty 30 seconds ago, committed a horrendous mistake to give Cruz Azul the lead. And then Cruz Azul kind of sealed the win in the second half. It was it was odd to see Cholos, and we'll, we'll talk a little more about Cholos 
coming up in this episode. Um, Saturday, we got the action on Saturday started with Lobos Boap making their Liga MX debut after winning promotion. They hosted Santos. That game ended in a 2-2 draw. At the same time, Club America was hosting Querétaro. The two had just faced last week in the Supercopa MX at the StubHub Center in Carson, California in the Los Angeles area as well. Querétaro had defeated America 2-0 in that Supercopa MX match. And Querétaro come into Estadio Azteca and give America another loss, this time 1-0 with a very late penalty kick by Camilo Sanvezzo. And America unable to break through that Querétaro defense two weeks in a row. Those two games on Saturday were followed by Tigres hosting Puebla. And boy, the Tigres make a statement win with their 5-0 thrashing of Puebla. New signing, Edner Valencia with a hat-trick to lead Tigres to the 5-0 win. And boy, what a comeback Edner Valencia is making to Liga MX. For those of you who forgot, Edner Valencia was part of the Pachuca team. He then was transferred to England and Tigres continue to add strength to their already powerful squad. They bring Ener Valencia back into Liga MX for this season and Ener Valencia with the hat trick to get his Tigres career off to a great start. Leon hosted Atlas on Saturday night as well and Atlas with the impressive 3-0 win in Leon. They got the season off to a good start. Reigning Liga MX champions Chivas. They hosted Toluca to close out the Saturday night action. That game ended in a 0-0 draw. And then Sunday, we had Pumas hosting Pachuca. Pumas taking the 1-0 win with a golazo from Nico Castillo in the first half. And then Pachuca tried and tried but could not find that equalizer. And the week wrapped up with Veracruz hosting Necaxa. Necaxa taking that 2-0 win and things not looking great for relegation candidates Veracruz. Those are your Liga MX week one results. So which teams stood out this weekend and as I was mentioning Tigres. Boy the Tigres make a statement like I was saying that was impressive. 5-0 over Puebla to get the league started. Tigres coming off of that disappointing loss in the final to Chivas. Tigres were looking for that back-to-back championship. Chivas denied them of that in the final of last season. And now Tigres are back with a vengeance. They beat Chivas in the Campeón de Campeones last week in Carson, California. So they, they got the semester off started with a trophy against the team that had just beaten them. And now they get the new season started with a 5-0 win with an excellent showing by Ener Valencia. And boy, that attack all season long is going to be a fearsome attack. They're going to have Andre Pierre Gignac next to Ener Valencia with Ismael Sosa behind them with Javier Aquino and Jurgen Damm on the wings and Eduardo Vargas also somewhere behind them trying to create danger. 
not to not to mention Lucas Larayan as well. So very powerful attack from Tigres coming up this season. Um, they're gonna be looking for their third Apertura Championship. They're the Apertura 2015 champions. They're the Apertura 2016 champions. Will they make make it three out of three Aperturas? Tigres again off to a flying start this Apertura season. The next team that impressed that stood out this week was Atlas in their 3-0 win over Leon in Leon, Guanajuato. I was not able to watch this game, but look reading over some of the some of these actions that happened, I can tell you that Atlas is off to a good start. This is what Atlas needed. Um, their new signing Milton Caraglio was able to get on the board he added the third goal late in the game so positive start to the season to Atlas who very quietly has been rising up um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before I think I've mentioned this several times I am a huge believer in Jose Guadalupe El Profe Cruz I think he is one of the most underrated managers in the league I've mentioned it several times that any manager that was capable of taking a team like Atlante to win the La Liga MX title, to win a CONCACAF Champions League title with such a short-handed squad, I think that type of manager can work wonders all over the league and I think he has been doing exactly that with Atlas. I think positive things are to be expected from Atlas. I don't think they're championship material just yet. I think Atlas are maybe two to three seasons, if I'm honest, about a year and a half away from being a championship contender. If they continue along the same lines, if they give a little continuity to their project, they could become that championship contender. But this is Liga MX. You don't have to be a championship contender to accidentally find yourself winning the title. So lots to be hopeful for if you're an Atlas fan in that regard. And another team that stood out, and I, I mentioned this with question marks in my notes, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul had an impressive 2-0 win over Tijuana Cholos. But can we trust in Cruz Azul? Is this the real deal for Cruz Azul? This is the type of questions that Cruz Azul fans find themselves asking season after season. Can they put their hopes in their team this season? Cruz Azul had a very poor performance last season. Their manager barely kept his job, Paco Gemes. But I think it was the correct uh, decision to keep Paco Gemes in his post with Cruz Azul. He has shown interesting things through, through the last season. And now he's back. Cruz Azul trying to be that team giving continu continuity. But how long will it last? No one ever knows with Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul actually started last season with a with a win and they couldn't build from that. But will they be able to build from this? They have the talent and they always do. They always have the talent. They just seem to underperform with that talent. As far as this week goes, yes, Cruz Azul stood out. They had an impressive performance in Tijuana they got the win they got the three points my only question marks is going down the road going down this rest of the apertura season can Cruz Azul continue this 
But as of now, they're in the teams that stood out section of my notes. And with that, we move on to teams that disappointed. And number one candidate in teams that disappointed has to be Club America. America with a very poor performance at home to Querétaro. America just missing something. They're missing like the key to that brings it all together. That creativity, that spark in the offense that produces the dangerous plays. Oribe Peralta and Silvio Romero are way too isolated at the top. They try and track back, but they're not the types of players that has that creativity in them. They're the types of players that are lethal inside of the box when other creative players behind them are the ones creating the plays. And America are just missing that at the moment. They have yet to really replace the departure of Ruben Zambuesa, Osvaldito Martinez, and most recently Michael Arroyo. America has tried with Dominguez to replace that. And unfortunately, Dominguez has been hurt for a lot of the season. He's of a lot of last season, which is his first season in Mexico. He had a shoulder injury that prevented him to from playing the majority of that season. A lot of the creativity responsibilities ends up falling on a teenager, a 16-year-old kid, Diego Lainez. And while he his talent has impressed many, I think it's unfair to put the bulk of the creativity responsibility for a team like Club America on a teenager. I think that America still needs to go out into the transfer market to sign foreign players to bring into the club because with this squad, I can tell you, they are not going to challenge a team like Tigres or even Monterrey, which we'll get into Monterrey as well because they, they've made my list of teams that disappointed. You know, moving on from, from America, I'm gonna put on Tijuana Cholos on teams that disappointed. And to be fair to Cholos, no one really knew what to expect from them. They are in a rebuilding season. They lost their manager. They lost several key players. It was all very intriguing to see how it'll all come together with the new manager, the new signings this season. Unfortunately for the Cholos fans, it did not come together just yet. You can, watching that game, you can tell that these players are not used to each other. You can tell they're still a little stiff. Players are very stuck to their positions. They're very stationary on the field because they still don't have that chemistry. Hopefully, manager Eduardo El Chacho Caudet can figure that out. He can uh, get his players playing more as a cohesive unit as the season continues. But as of now, Tijuana Cholos very much disappointing performance at home to Cruz Azul. The next team that made the disappointment list is Leon playing at home to Atlas. Like I said, Atlas are a good team. They're, they've very quietly risen in the ranks, but you gotta expect more from Leon, especially at home, than a 3-0 loss. Again, I did not watch that game, but you really do have to expect more from Leon, especially at home. And finally, Monterrey, they got the 0-0 draw to Morelia in Morelia, but you expect a team like Monterrey to walk away with the three points. Uh, Morelia barely survived relegation last season. It was actually a miracle of a goal against Monterrey 
in Monterrey that saved Morelia from that relegation. We all thought that Monterrey would win that one and that Morelia would be relegated. But Morelia showed heart in that game last season and was able to fight back and win that game. And now this opening game of the season that ends in a 0-0 draw, uh, I look at the stats and see that Monterrey had about 19 shots, but only four of them were on target, which talks to the form of their their forwards. Dorlan Pavon, Roberto Funes Mori, uh, Rogelio Funes Mori, I'm sorry. They're, they're just not in sync right now, so they have to uh, get it together there. Turco Mohamed needs to work on his offense, get him a little more accuracy on their shots because Monterrey have the talent. They have the power to overcome a team like Morelia. They might not be as powerful as crosstown rivals Tigres, but Monterrey still has one of the best squads in all of Liga MX. Moving on, next week, week two of Liga MX and a majority of the national team players should be back with their teams. Some teams might give their national team players a little vacation. Some teams might start using them right away. But week two of Liga MX gets underway on Friday, July 28th with Puebla hosting Monarcas Morelia. That same day, Atlas will host Pumas. On Saturday, Querétaro will host Lobos Boab. Cruz Azul will host Chivas. That's going to be a really good game. That's probably going to be the game of the week. Monterrey will host Veracruz. Pachuca will host America in a candidate for game of the week, but not quite as exciting as the Cruz Azul Chivas. A lot to see from two teams that lost week one, Pachuca and America. They're both going to be wanting to avoid two straight defeats. So that should be very interesting to watch. Necaxa will host Cholos. And then on Sunday, Toluca will host Leon. And the week will close out with a northern rivalry game between Santos and Tigres. That's uh. That's going to be week two of Liga MX next weekend. But before then, we got Copa MX starting up already. Already we got week one of Copa MX. That's going to start out tomorrow on Tuesday, the 25th, with Puebla hosting Atlante. Querétaro against Cimarones. Dorados against Leones Negros. Atlas against Universidad Autónoma de Estado de México. Morelia against Mineros de Zacatecas. And Leon against Alebrijes. Those, all of those games are on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, the same day as the CONCACAF Gold Cup Final, which Mexico should have been playing, but they're not. We have Monterrey against Celaya, Club Atlético Zacatepec against Cruz Azul, and Santos versus Chivas. That's your week one of Copa MX. Not all teams competing in Copa MX are in action during week one. Some won't make their debut until week two, which is going to be the following week. So keep an eye out for all of that action. Lots of soccer happening starting tomorrow, Tuesday, continuing on Wednesday. Thursday, we'll get a day off. 
Then Friday will start off week two of Liga MX, continue on through Saturday and Sunday. And finally, the last thing I want to talk to you about here on Football Rico Episode 2 is the start of the Liga MX Femenil. The ladies Liga MX season is going to get started as well this week. On Friday, we're going to have the first league game of uh, the ladies Liga MX. Pachuca will host Pumas. Toluca will host Cruz Azul. Uh, on Saturday, we'll have Santos against Leon, Chivas against Atlas in a Clásico of Jalisco, a Guadalajara City Derby. Querétaro will host Tigres. Morelia will host Veracruz. America will host Cholos. And then on Sunday, only one game between Monterrey and Necaxa. And while I'm very excited for the ladies, Liga MX season to start. I can't wait to see these young ladies participate in the most beautiful game in the world. I do have to mention that I am very disappointed with the league's officials uh, decision to only allow Mexican born players to participate in the league. Uh, this rule has cost um, players that have represented the Mexican national team in international competitions like the World Cup. Players that were born in the United States but of Mexican parents. Those players cannot play in the local Liga MX Femenil and that's very disappointing. I hope that as this ladies Liga MX league continues to grow and evolve that something is done to address this very serious issue because I think this league can have a lot of positive impact on women's soccer in Mexico but it's got to be a lot more inclusive than than that I know that Mexican only policy is very popular especially a team like Chivas of Guadalajara but I think it can create a lot of damage in the long run if the league is run with those types of policies so again very excited for the ladies to kick off i'm just hoping that the league can evolve sooner rather than later and do away with those nationalistic policy and with that i'm gonna wrap it up here on football rico episode two Make sure, again, make sure to look out for the special El Tri edition episode where I talked all about the Mexican national team and its participation in the 2017 CONCACAF Gold Cup. Make sure to reach out to, to me on social media. I'm on Twitter at Johnny Rico, J-O-N-Y-R-I-C-O. I'm on Facebook, The Johnny Rico Page. That's four separate words, The Johnny with two N's, J-O-N-N-Y, Rico Page. I'm also on Instagram, Football Rico. So any of those platforms, make sure to reach out. Send me a message. Send me your thoughts. What do you think of the podcast? What do you think of my opinions of Mexican soccer? you disagree with me let me know why uh we'll have a lovely conversation i might even mention your thoughts and opinions here on the football rico podcast with your permission of course 
and I just hope that everybody continues to enjoy the soccer which never stops make sure to enjoy the Copa MX make sure to enjoy the 2017 Apertura season of Liga MX and make sure to follow along the Liga MX Femenil let's support those ladies let's get this league to grow so until next week this has been all goodbye everybody Thank <laughs> you.